Alright guys, welcome to episode number seven, where we learn about six things you can do to be the best authentic leader you can be. Before that, uh, we're going to go right into our episode introductions. We're going to hear from our sponsor, then we're going to get right into it. Six things you can do to be the best authentic leader you can be. Listen for it. A podcast hosted by Joe Dietrich, Joe on the mic, Leader Talk tackles various leadership strategies that cover self-development, self-leadership, including spiritual and physical health of leaders. This podcast will feature guests ranging from military leaders, thought leaders, health and nutrition leaders, spiritual leaders, nonprofit leaders, and many more. All right, we are back from our sponsor break. And this is the excerpt from a previous training about the six ways to be an authentic leader. All right, here we go. And the first one I put down was developing trust. And as coaches, we, help, we can help leaders to learn the process of developing trust with their employees. That's part of detoxi- detoxifying leadership. <laughs> and I wrote a couple things down. I talked about counselings. Oh, wait a minute. Counseling. Counseling sounds bad. No, counseling are good. Because when your employees come in, their supervisors should give counselings with expectations so the employee knows, hey, this is what's expected of me. Not just quotas. What, how am I supposed to deal with customers? How am I supposed to deal with other employees? How am I supposed to deal, if a, if a deal with something if a complaint comes in how am I supposed to respond properly? Counselings can be positives as well. And that's what I encourage that when employees and managers, they should be keenly aware of the positives that their employees are doing as well and to put that into the counseling. Developing trust also talks about the leader or the supervisor conveying to their employee that they actually care for that employee's best interest. That can go a lot of ways. Like I said before about what John Maxwell said, Theodore Roosevelt said, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. So there's ways to do that, to convey to your employees, to your subordinates, whatever the case may be, that you have their, your best interest in them. Not just they're here to be employed, but they're here to help the organization as well. Leaders to try to develop a process within your organization or within your section to train or be purposeful about training your employees. And maybe like once a month or maybe once a week, you know, gather the people together to have a training uh, session to say, hey, what were some of the good things that occurred this week when we were talking to our customers? Did you, did anybody find a way to do X more efficiently? Let's share that. That's one way to develop some training, to give some ahas and wins to your employees, to show uh, them that they're, they're being recognized in some way, shape, or form. The next thing that I said, that I wrote down here was, get them in the game. And what do you mean by that, Joe? Well, I mean by that, like, getting them involved in planning, get them involved in recognitions. We talked about that earlier and put them in charge of a project or a new initiative within your organization. 
like every year there's, you know, we see promotionals, we see different things that are going on with different companies. Could you put one of your employees in charge or have them part of a planning process for your company to say, hey, we're trying out a new thing, whatever that new thing is, a new product. What are your guys' thoughts on it? Make them a part of your beta test processing and they'll get some more return in the game and they'll feel like, wow, you know, I'm a part of growing this organization. Something to think about. This is gold here. This is a good ninja tip. Leaders, and, and this is just good for, for anything in life that you do. If you make a mistake, own it. That's a big deal right there. That's part of some of the coaching things that I do in my trainings is that I help people understand about forgiveness as a leader, forgiveness in yourself, forgiveness in others. And part of that is owning your mistakes as well. I'm not going to dive too deep in that because I, I must, you guys are intelligent. You understand about owning your mistakes. Now, sometimes a leader who is very controlling or critical <laughs> may not want to own it. But I guarantee you, if you own your mistakes with the people that you work with, they're going to respect you more for owning your mistakes. And that is a ninja tip. You might say, oh, that's not a ninja tip to me. Well, guess what? If you do it and you own your mistakes, they respect you even more. I'm just saying, especially with leadership. Let's see. A good ninja tip as well is when leaders grow and improve and they learn something new. It might not sound like a big deal to you, but it is. Because people want to learn from their leaders. And if a leader learns something new about their business, learns something new about uh, whatever they're doing in life, and they share it with their people, guess what? They're feeling like, hey, man, he's, or he or she is learning something, and they're willing to share it with me so I can learn as well and grow as well. That shows genuine caring. Share what you know as you grow, grow others. That's another way to develop trust. Let's see. Uh, one of the big things is, and we've heard it before. Remember, people follow action more than words. And this is a big this is a big one in life, regardless if you're a leader at an organization. We learn this when we're when we're young. We learn more from what people do than what they tell us. They sound simple, but if you're a leader and you take being a leader seriously, that is the biggest thing that you need to remember most. Remember people follow action more than words. And here's another thing that is a teaching moment, and I'm trying to give you as much value as I can. If you're in a business, if you're an employee, you're going to want to know the goals or mission statement for your organization. Now, here's a big deal, and I'm talking more about the left side of this chart than the right side, because if the leader gets everything squared away on the left side, all this stuff on the right side will more than likely fix itself, but we'll briefly go over the right side. But I want to talk about this mission statement, value statement, goals that leaders have. If a business or organization has a set of rules and set of goals, because I really, got, I really want you guys to focus on this. If an organization or a business 
as a mission statement or a value statement that is not congruent with what the business is actually doing, guess what? Your employees are going to see that. And that's not a good thing. You don't want, <laughs> you don't want your employees to see that, well, my leaders have this mission statement. When we're in our, our, our meetings every day, our leaders are saying, we're going to do this, have integrity. We're going to have uh, accountability. We're going to have openness with our people. We're going to uh, value our customers. We're, you get a drift. But the employees are seeing, oh, they don't care about the customers. They're really scheming to make more profits. They're really scheming to undercut. They're not coming together. They're not being congruent in what is being put out to the world. Your employees are going to know that. And guess what? They're going to react to that. A leader comes in and starts barking at employees. Well, you know what? You need to do better. Blah, 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 blah. And you're like, well, wait a minute. But you're telling me this, but we're doing that behind the scenes. That's not congruent. Leaders, and with, like I said, with training with coaches, can learn where those congruencies are because sometimes in the mind of leaders, they get on track with doing something and the ends sometimes justifies the means. And it shouldn't be like that. To get to where we're going, we should be congruent in how we get there with our values and our mission. My mission is to help people discover their God-given goals and abilities, to use them to help others to grow in their God-given talents and abilities as well, to discover their brilliance that God put in them. That's my goal as a leader coach, and that's why I'm doing this, because I want to see people grow in their life, grow as a leader within themselves, grow as a leader within their company or business, and through that, helping other people to grow and their God-given talents and abilities to help others to grow as well. So it'll be exponential in growth. And I'm so excited about showing people that, that that's why I'm doing these trainings. So we won't be toxifying leaders in our communities, in our homes, in our businesses to help other people grow as well. We're not perfect. You know that, we'll see that outright. We're not perfect, but you know what? We can do better each and every day take one little step to get better each and every day to make the world around us a better place. But it starts right here within ourselves. We got to be leaders within ourselves to help others grow as well. Like someone once said, uh, I can't remember who they said it, but they said, you can't give what you don't have. And I'm, as I'm learning and growing, I'm trying to pass it down so you guys can learn and grow as well. Because it all begins with leadership. That's what I love about John Maxwell. Everything rises and falls on leadership. That's what John Maxwell says. And if the leadership of the organization that is not aware of the toxicity that is brewing out of its leaders, it's uh, not good for that job. There's going to be a lack of performance. Once the leaders get the training, the leaders get the awareness about how to deal with their employees better, how to ask questions better, how to respond to uh, criticisms or maybe some resentment that are going on, being more aware as a leader themselves, how they need to develop uh, their emotional intelligence, how to develop their own personal values and growth, how to develop uh, goals and set goals in their life, 
how to share their experiences within the company and within uh, other companies and organizations. They develop themselves. Then that outgrowth of self-development translates to the people that they work with, their peers. It also translates to their subordinates, to their employees and other people. The return on investment, the results is, guess what? Happier employees. And then happier employees turns into better attendance and retention. That's what every place of employment wants to have. They want to have better attendance of their employees. They're happy to come to work, happy to, to be in that environment. And guess what? They, they retain better people, better job performance, higher profits. Because when there's happy employees, you get happy customers, which is the next one right over here. 